Fet Talk is brought to you by Fet World, the Caribbean Podcast Network. Capital, you're proud of your color. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Black as A lot of them don't know how we came about. Sacrifice and pain. The motherland from which we've been taken off. Years of sugar cane. The more losses that we've been draining of. Bung together with chains. No more, more. 20,000 coming on with me. Run up out of the history. Cover with oil and mystery. Respect your ancestry. From the shores of Africa, back on a ship to a plantation. On the shuckers and whip from a king on a throne to a slave in a pit. How we overcame it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fet Talk, brought to you by Fet World. Fabian here, and um, usually I cut the song short a little bit earlier, but um, I, know, I had to let that one rock for a bit. I think it was only fitting. Um, that was Job Forever by Skinny Bantan, one of my favorite tunes, um, probably one of the most underrated tunes to come out in the past couple of years. Um, every time I hear it, I get goosebumps. Um, Every time I hear it, I get goosebumps only because like this, the message is so powerful and it's, it's, and I think it's just a fitting moment that, you know, people just listen to the words of, of Skinny Bantan's tune. Um, and, uh, I'm not here alone. Once again, I have my awesome co-host, um, definitely, uh, guys, uh, introduce yourselves and, um, I, I just, I, how are you guys doing? Well, good afternoon. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Uh, this is Jerk Sauce here. Um, you can hear from the tone of my voice uh, that this is not your normal uh, vibration that I usually bring, the, the normal spirit uh, that I usually bring to the show. It's been a very heavy week. Um, it's been a heavy quarter. 
let me just start there. It's been a heavy quarter. And yes, we have been able to find joy in midst of the storm called COVID. Um, however, the condensing of this week's activities and all that has transpired uh, has been very, very heavy. Um, as a Black woman living in America, um, as a Black woman who Yes, I do not have biological children as of yet, but I have goddaughters. I have children in my life that I consider nieces and nephews. I have nieces and nephews. Um, you know, it, I'm 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 not okay. <laughs> you know, sorry to sound cliche, but hashtag I'm not okay. Period. I'm not okay. I'm not okay with the murders. So I'm not even going to go with police brutality. Kill. It's murder. Let's call a spade a spade. It's murder, period. It's legalized murder. It's modern day lynching. I'm not okay. I'm not only frustrated, I'm sad. Um, <laughs> I'm frustrated, I'm sad, I'm angered, I'm hurt. Uh, I have so many questions. Um, questions ranging from, not, I'm not even asking why anymore, because, you know, it's clear as to, for me, it's clear as to why. I'm not even asking why anymore. My questions are more along the lines of, what do I do? What is my role? in the revolution because it's clear that a revolution there, there is a clear uprising that is happening there again no need to ask the questions that are already being answered in front of our eyes the questions that have been on my heart is how do we move forward how do we move forward efficiently and effectively we've seen riots in the past we've seen things happen um for years, these things have been happening. This is not the first riot. This is not the first protest. We've been marching and protesting for years. It happens, and then it's quiet, and then it's like we go back to our everyday life. After this, we cannot, we cannot afford to, we cannot afford to go back like everything is okay because it hasn't been and it's not. So I'm not okay. Thanks for expressing that, Derek Sauce. Um, and, and, you know, I share, I share your sentim sentiments. Um, Hollywood, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give Hollywood. Um, I, I gave her her time, you know, that's, um, it, it hits hard, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is your boy, Hollywood. Um, yeah, like Jerk Sus was saying, I was giving Jerk Sus her time to talk because right there, it's, it's real, it, it's real emotional. You know what I'm saying? It's real, like it's nothing to really say about it. Like you, you try to wrap your 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 head around it. Like, yo, what? Like, why? Like, yo, like, son, like we've been through this for years. Years we've been through this shit. You know what I'm saying? From slavery. It's like slavery all over again. It's like slavery never, never went away. And, you know, 
it's, it's, I got, you know, I have kids and I have boys and I'm scared for my, 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 my sons to even, and I just had a kid, you know what I'm saying? And I had a son and I'm scared for them growing up as a black man in this, and, and let's just call it serious in the white world or white community. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, it's not community for blacks, whites, Jewish. It's like, it's basically more for the whites. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. And it's not like we, some people that's just going around and doing craziness and all this other stuff. Like we have, like, you can't jog down the street without something happening to you. You can't, you know, you can't sell something to support your family, like DVDs, CDs, just to support your family. Like, it's like, you can't do anything. Like I'm scared for not just myself, for my, my, my sons, like it can't even happen to women. Cause I've seen women in train station in Atlantic Avenue train station being harassed and beat up in the front of her child, son, because she wasn't wearing the proper mask, son. Y'all wouldn't have did that to like, I'm, I'm, it's not playing a race car, but it's racist. It's all about racism, son. We are feared as, and it makes me seem like, yo, white people always say, you know, we, we, they fear us. It's like, nah, B, it ain't even, y'all shouldn't fear us, so we should fear y'all. It's, it's sad and it's, it's hurtful. And I understand where Jersey is coming. It's like, it's emotional. I done seen so many people crying about this shit. Like, it's, it's, it's sad. It's like, it's nothing else to say. Like, it's just real sad. And, you know, I just hope and pray that us coming together to try to do something. It's just, it, I'm just trying to look at a, a, the bigger picture and try to see if it's going to be a brighter day. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I can say for right now. And I know we're going to get deeper into it. So that's for me for right now. Yeah. Um, Hollywood. Thanks for sharing brother. Um, as for me, you know, typically, and you guys have known me for some time, typically, um, I've, I, I'm not much of a sharer. Like, you know, I talk and we share stories and stuff like that, but as far as my personal feelings, I'm not much of a sharer. And that comes from a place where I've always struggled with, uh, I've always struggled with like articulating my thoughts properly. Um, just, you know, since I was a kid, um, I do have, this is something I'm disclosing, you know, I've always had issues. I've always had issues and I still struggle a little bit when it comes to like reading comprehension and all that. These are things that, um, I worked on over the years and I've developed my own system of learning that allowed me to get to where I'm at today. And the only reason I say that is because I've always hid behind that when it comes to sharing how I feel about things, you know, um, in the past, you know, when these, these, these things have happened, you've, you've never really heard much from me. Well, my closest friends, they, you know, I would talk to my closest friends, but as far as like on the public platform, I would never do so. You know, just because I've always feared what people would think of what I'm saying or how I say it, because I know that I have this issue when it comes to articulating my thoughts, my thoughts properly. You know, admit there are times when I'm speaking and I, I honestly forget certain words, the most basic words, because it just doesn't come to me. Um, but, you know, I can't, I can't. I can't hide behind that any longer, you know. 
Like I can't, it's just, it's, you know, that's, that's just an excuse. I, I can't hide behind that any longer. You know, I, I need it. I, you know, this is, you know, it's a lot to process for me, but this, this week I, I did a lot of crying. I did a lot of crying this week. Um, first I cried after watching this video of a man losing his life in front of all of us. A man lost his life on video. You know, I cried listening to Jamani Williams give his speech when he stated that he is not okay. Yeah, I, I, I just cried. I cried just thinking about my black son and my black daughter and just the thought that there's going to come a point in their lives where they're going to have to face the inevitable, you know, that the world at some point is going to no longer see them as cute and adorable, but as threats to their well-being, you know, and I, I try my best to, you know, my daughter's a little older now, she's nine. So we, we have these, you know, we have these discussions with her as best as we can and try to put in ways for her to process it, you know, but I have a three-year-old son and right now he, you know, it's just sad that I have to try to find ways to explain this stuff to my children, you know? And that, and these are problems that I remember when I was younger, my elders would tell me that, you know, we probably won't have to be facing this, but here we are in 2020 and we're still dealing with the same bullshit. And, and, and just, just the thought that my children, like, I'm, I, my children are going to deal with the same bullshit because it was very clear is that nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Racism is not going to go anywhere. The most we could hope for is to, to fix, you know, the, the, the systematic structures that, that protects it. You know, and then, you know, and that's, that's what this, that's what these movements are about. And that's why I, I fully applaud, you know, everyone that's out there on the front lines, demonstrating, protesting, and, um, and you know what, people, the rioting and all that, you know, people have their feelings about it. Like, you know, people going out damaging property and, and to be honest, I, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care, you know? Like, yeah, businesses are being lost, but they, you could rebuild those. Got insurance. Okay? They got insurance. Like, who gives? I don't give a fuck about a Target. Target, Target has insurance. They could rebuild, you know? You can't bring back all the black lives that's been lost to the system. Mm-hmm. I agree with you um, <clears throat> in, the, in the fact that I don't give a good fuck about big business. And to be quite frank and honest, um, there are a lot of reports that are coming out that it's not even protesters who are starting these fires or starting the damage on the buildings. It's not. Um, I shared something with you earlier on the gram about how there was a message put out to hire crisis actors. And so I thought, here it is again, yeah, this was on Craigslist, posted on Craigslist for a quote-unquote documentary. Yeah. Right. Um, 
I, I I looked at that and I, I when I researched I was looked up I was like crisis actors what 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 why would we need crisis actors and a couple of days ago I saw a couple of posts um, airing out or exposing um, a white cop who was setting fire and starting fire to a building said nothing about the protest said nothing about the but. And, and yet they're amongst people who are peacefully protesting. So I believe that there are a myriad of things happening amidst what we're seeing, but yet and still black people are the ones that are being made out to look like quote unquote animals um, where disorderly, we're out of control, whatever the case may be. Right, like your pre- like your president said. Like I don't have a president, so yeah. There's that, <laughs> but it, you know, to your point, Hollywood. Yeah, we're being the the picture is not being painted accurately. So you're telling us we can't kneel in peaceful protests, like you said uh, before, Fabian. We can't um, <laughs> we can't run. We can't have a silent walk. We can't. We so what can we do? Um, and I'm all for what's happening out in the streets. And like you said, I, I applaud those who they feel it is a part of their life's mission to advocate in this way. Because what's happening, I don't see it as a riot. I do see it as a form of advocating. Yes, it's a very aggressive form of advocating, but it is a form of advocating. It's, hey, pay attention now, or we're gonna, we're gonna like we're not gonna stop making noise until you pay attention. But then again, my question still remains: What happens after, after all of the fires have smolded and are outed? What happens next? What do we do? Do we continue to write? the letters into our local elected officials and our state elected officials? Do we continue, do we show up? Do we even start to show up when it comes to voting and putting people in office? Do we show up for ourselves? Do we show up and take care of our homes? Do we take care of each other? So yes, I do agree with the physical action of people being out on the front lines. And I respect and I applaud those people and I pray for their safety. But as I've been saying all week long, I've been in prayer and meditation about this. And every time I I stopped and, and I'm still, what comes up for me is everybody has a part to play in the revolution and the solution, but everybody's role is gonna be different. Right. If everybody leaves their homes and go outside and they kill us all, who is taking care of the babies? Who's making food for the protesters? Who's writing the letters? Who's defending uh, the protesters to get them out of jail and custody? Who who do we have to, you know, um, challenge legislation and policies? Who's left? If we all die, who's left? So where I, where I don't um, stand in agreement with others are for individuals who feel like just because you're not outside um, protesting that you're not doing anything to forward the movement. That's where we have a disagreement. Uh, 
it's similar to, you know, and I think we don't, honestly, I think we don't have time for the, for those nuances and to be divided on those nuances. Let me advocate how I need to advocate. Cause that's why I'm here. We're all a part of a greater whole, but everybody, we're all one body, especially as black people, we are one body, but we all have different functions. You need to operate with what's in your wheelhouse. Sorry, I, I know I sound super. <laughs> oh no, that's nah. Go ahead. Yo, listen, you're allowed to vent on your thing. This is an issue of it's all venting. You know what I'm saying? Like what they doing outside and all in Brooklyn, yo, that's 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 venting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They brought this on themselves. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like that issue with the guy who uh got killed for 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 just jogging and shit. Like this nigga outside jogging and y'all just hunting the man down and if the guy never if they never leaked the video, they still wouldn't have got arrested. Right. To this right. day. I'm out Aubrey, folks. Just and, in e- case. and even though they got um arrested, now we need you to charge them. Right. Properly. Right. But this is where we need our black lawyers to stand up for us, to advocate for us. What are those laws on the books? There are still lo- constitution, not constitutional. I'm sorry. There are still laws on the books um, about lynching. It's there. It's still legal. Yeah. Okay. They're not doing it the way they used to do it, but they're still doing it. So when we start, we have to start to look beyond the surface. I feel like protesting now has become a surface thing. I follow a myriad of people and I, I'm able to see a little bit of myself in each one of these leaders. Like I talk about this on um, the podcast all the time, David Banner, um, Derek Grace. Uh, there, there are a myriad of people, right. That I follow. And, you know, I, they're, they're of the perspective of, all right, niggas, we still doing nigga shit, which is protesting and rioting. Okay, what next? But are you taking care of your family? Are you taking care of your health? Are you taking care of your financial health? So that way we can buy the block. We complain about gentrification. We complain about other forms of systemic racism that are happening to us daily, but yet we do not take corrective courses of action that are actually efficient and effective. So again, I pose the question, where do we go from here? And I also saw something yesterday. um, I believe it was another Caribbean podcast. I can't recall the name and this is not the place for that, but they mentioned how I saw a Twitter comment, I think it was a Twitter comment, and someone uh, from a Caribbean island was s- s- sort of distancing themselves from yeah. this situation. And I was disgusted by that. I was like, y'all have no problems anytime on our broken neck for come get visa for come up here. But now you're distancing yourself saying, oh, that's a black American problem. No. I'm actually, I'm actually very glad you brought that up. Um, that's something that's really, um, and I believe I, I, I recall, I believe I shared something with you um, earlier this week about it, where, where, and, and, and that, that, I mean, there's a lot to be angry about. There's a lot to be angry about right now. But as a Caribbean platform, I think we, we have to call out the bullshit amongst our people. Facts. 
Like I've seen over social media, I've seen pretty much through all social media. That's the only way I'm able to, but you see my fucking cat here, right? Being a dick. <laughs> but um, I've seen through all social media, different pockets of people of Caribbean descent. I don't know where they're at. I don't know if they're back in the islands. I don't know if they're sitting in fucking Miami or in Brooklyn, but these are different pockets of people of Caribbean descent pretty much trying to distance themselves from the situation as if this is only a black American problem as only is something that black Americans have to deal with. And it, it's just ridiculous. Like it just like, like my, 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 I got goosebumps right now. Like my blood is boiling. The fact that like, like how fucking dumb can you be? Like, the, the, like, these people are really out here confusing. Like, stop confusing race for culture. Mm-hmm. All right? Stop confusing race for culture. All right? Just because you're Jamaican, you Trini, you, 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 Guyanese from St. Lucia, does not mean Puerto that you're Rican, not... Dominican, And you know what? To, I don't, to be honest, I don't want to go there because, you know, the whole colorism and light skin and being what you know, that whole white aligned shit. I, I don't want to go to during this time. You got to listen. You have to say what you got to say during this time. It's yeah. like, I mean, I mean, I'm, yeah, but when it comes to the Puerto Rican, like that's a whole nother argument. You know, it's, you know, we have people like I, me, I believe that people are black and then there's, even if they're black, they're, they could be white aligned and you know, at this that's a whole nother discussion. At but, this point, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. But, I, but, but I'm talking about people that look like me, people that look like you, people that look like Hollywood, as brown and black as they come, trying to distance themselves and hide behind their culture, the fact that they're from St. Lucia or whatever, as if, as if a cop is going to pull up on them and go, and go, excuse me, where are you from, before he fucking kills them. Exactly. Because uh, 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 Bol- uh, uh, Bolton, Bolton John. He's John. Haitian. No, no, no. He was um, from St. Lucia. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Bolton John, for, and, yes. for, and for you guys, for, for everyone that, if you don't remember, Bolton John was the, the black man <laughs> where a white officer came into his residence and killed him. He was eating ice cream on a his black, couch. A black man in his residence and a white police officer came in there and killed him. She, she didn't see a fucking St. Lucian. She didn't stop and go, oh, wait, wait, what island you representing? She saw a black man. She saw a man that was so black and terrifying to her that she couldn't even realize that she was in the wrong apartment. That's what she saw. She didn't see no flags or no rags. She didn't see none of that. So I, I'm just utterly disgusted at the, the people in the Caribbean community that are really trying to distance themselves from this shit. Like, it's ridiculous. These are the same motherfuckers that, that want to be on Twitter and Instagram talking about carnival and job job and want to play mass. And where do you think all that shit comes from? You think people just decide, yo, let's throw a fucking party in the street? Carnival was a celebration of freedom, of freedom from guess what, folks? Slavery. Yep. Why were they slaves? Because they were fucking black. Exactly. Job, job. A reminder, celebration of freedom. You think they just decided, oh, let's, let's paint up our skin black with, 
with with fucking with mud oil. paint powder and oil. No, that's representative of the black ash that used to land on their skin when the sugarcane fields were burnt for harvesting as slaves. The Kambale rice, you think that's just a show they put on for Trinidad Carnival? No, that's a reenactment of a fucking riot. A riot. A riot of what? They were fighting against the British police. They were revolting. That was revolution. You think Haiti just woke up one day and was like, you know what? I don't think we want to be oppressed or slaves anymore. Let's just free ourselves. No, they fucking rioted. All circumstances that were caused by the color of their skin because they were black. Let me tell you something. That Haitian revolution, just go, I'm happy you brought that up. Bringing it back to that I mentioned everybody has a hand and everybody's hand in the revolution solution looks different. Um, there were some people, there were some slaves who worked in the house, they, the house slaves. Their role was to poison the meals. And they did that, okay, as a part. That was their role. Then you had fe- slaves in the field who were cutting niggas' head off, chopping, chopping heads off, okay? That was their role. Everybody has a role, okay? So I'm happy you brought that up because it, it was something that we need to talk about. But as much as we talk about um, what's happening, once again, what are we going to do moving forward? How do we shift our perspective in our daily lives? Are we offering as individuals, are we offering anything to our community or even to our neighbor to uplift them? Because the solution is going to be take a multi-pronged approach. It's not just going to be flipping shit over, burning shit up. Great. Yep. That needed to happen. Breakdowns need to happen in order for breakthroughs to come. However, there are other steps that need to be taken. So my final takeaway from this conversation, and I would love to hear your gentlemen's, is that, again, once again, everybody has a part to play. Play your part. Whether it's addressing microaggressions, racist microaggressions in your workplace, whether it's, again, writing letters, sending an email, making a phone call, gathering groups of people to follow suit? Or is it learning something, opening a business, supporting more black businesses, buying the block, period? That's not just good a good line in a rap song. Like, do that shit for real. Having a will, have a will. Build generational wealth. Like these are not just, oh, that's a fire lyric in a Jay-Z song. Great, do that shit for real. Do that shit for real. Let's really start to do that shit for real, for real. And uh, this, this is like, like, I understand everything you say, drug source, like, and that is true. You know, I, I might sit here and talk about situations with like Jewish people, for instance, you know, I, they even try to buy my house. You know what I'm saying? Jewish people, even though, you know, I might not get along with them and things like that. Yo, they come together 
as one. They try, they, yo, they block, they buy up every fucking block you could think of, son. Like every block, son. Like they come together, they buy this house and that house and this house and that house. They even try to buy my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how it is. So what you were saying, jerk sauce, is like coming together to maybe buy, like you said, buy black businesses, have your own black business, buy a restaurant, own black restaurant. Um, you know, because like you said, you might sit here and think like something is owned by a black person or a manager as a black person, but it ain't owned by black people. Mostly everything is owned by a white person. And, you know, like you said, buying up the block. You know, it's not too many, it's not too many black owned blocks where you just have the whole block and it's nothing but our, our people. Born you know what I'm saying? Um, Cause like you said, it's cool to sit there and burn up bridges or whatever the hell they tried to do last night when they was putting, burning up cars on the bridges and burning up police stations and police stuff. Like for right now, that's good for right now because you're venting and you're just trying to get all your frustration out right now. Cause it's like, you don't know really what to do, but coming as people have to come together and put their brains and their resources together. And I'm saying is, is it got to be a whole bunch of resources put together to to make things better because so this is never going to stop. It's never going to stop. And even if we are buying stuff and buying blocks and making our own businesses, it's still, it, this shit is going to go on forever and ever and ever and ever until time is over. So the only thing I feel like is, is to like minimize the deal of us having our own thing. Also, I always say this. We got to stop killing each other. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop doing each, doing doing harm to each other, son. It's, it's not right. We've been done harm to ourselves for years, for years, decades. We've been treated bad and slavery and killed and dragged and holes and all this other stuff we've been, son. It's time for us to stop killing each other and love each other and help each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'd be tired of seeing that. Oh, another black man killed another black man. Like, that shit is, that shit is crazy. That shit is whack. I don't, you should be, instead of killing each other, y'all should be helping each other or not being jealous because this person got this and this person got that. That shit is whack. Because it, it doesn't, sh it doesn't show to these white people out here, oh yeah, these black people is killing each other so they don't give a fuck about each other. It, you know what I'm saying? can use the stereotype. Right. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah, thanks. Um, I I don't think I could say anything that's not been said already. You know, there's countless think pieces and speeches and quotes. You know, all I know is. I'm going to make sure I do my part. As I mentioned before, you know, I, I've, I have this, as I mentioned before, you know, I, there's, there's personal things that I've struggled with that I've kept my, that I've kept myself from, you know, being vocal about this. And I'm, I'm just making, I promise I'm not, I'm not going to hide behind that shit again. I'm going to make sure my voice is heard, you know, yeah, I'm going to donate where I can. I'm going to 
make my voice heard wherever I can make it heard. I'm going to find these people in power, our so-called allies, our black brothers and sisters that are in positions to make differences, and I'm going to press them. I'm going to do whatever I can to, 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 for something. I, I don't know what that is. I can't, I, you know, I, I can't promise, sit here and promise, oh, things are going to change for the better. But I can only hope. But then again, I can't sit here and do nothing and still make those claims, you know? I have to do something. And if things don't change, then things don't change. But at least I know I've tried my best to do my part. And I encourage, as Jerk Saw said, as Hollywood said, I encourage everyone to do the same. Go out there, do your part, do your best. For those of you that still feel that it has nothing to do with you, you know, it, it's about time that you wake the hell up. That you, it's time that you wake the fuck up. And if you choose not to wake up, then you should just shut the fuck up. All right? We all African-American, you know, at the end of the day. We all black. We all black. Yeah. At the end of the fucking day. It doesn't matter. You're in the United States or you're in a different country. This shit is the world. Like, I pray that not another black person has to go through any of this. But there's, I don't even know what to say. I just, let's just, you know, let's do our part, people. And um, I, think, I think we've said all that we could say here. Um, one thing I, could, I will say is uh, FET World as an organization, right now we're looking into different, um, <clears throat> right now we're looking into different things that we can do within our own community, um, different initiatives that we are either going to spearhead or co-sponsor um, to, to bring more awareness to the situation, to, 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 to pretty much to try our best to make a difference. Um, Mansa, CEO, he's expressed to me that he has some ideas on a pipeline we're going to be meeting to see what we can do as an organization. So definitely look out for that. And we're going to let you know what ways you as a community could assist us in this mission. Um, we're also going to identify some, some small scale. As Jerry Stiles mentioned, you know, if you can, do, do what you can at whatever you can. Even that means just donating, you know, your little coins or whatever you know, that's still making a difference. So we're going we're gonna to try to put together some resources and post it on the Fat World page and the Fat Talk page, um, different ways in which you can help. And, um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Does anybody else have anything to add? No. Just one. I think Hollywood? One more thing I'd like to add. Um, I just need, you just need more people to just get out. That's all. Like all these, you need the, the, like I said, the resources, them DJs, the promoters, them people that got them names out in the streets. Like it ain't time for to be talking about fets right now. And it ain't talk about none of that right now. Like just get out and just do your part. Yo. Yeah. So um, not your traditional fet talk episode, but I, I feel like it's a much needed one. And, um, you know, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. All my black brothers and sisters, just know that I love you. Um, I pray that things do change. I pray that you, I, our children, our children's children don't have to deal with this shit. All right. And um, with that said, I, I, I'm, it's only fitting that we end off on this note. Capital. 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 Capital.
chop 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 black as Sacrifice and pain, the motherland from which we've been taken out. Fields of sugar cane, the molasses that we've been draining out. Bung together with chains, no more, more. 20,000 coming on with me. Run up out of the history, cover with oil and mystery. Respect your ancestry. From the shores of Africa, on a ship to a plantation, on a shuckers and whip from a king on a throne to a slave in a pit. How we overcame it? Edited by Sage Multimedia.